0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Striker. Thanks everybody for joining me, for pushing that play button. I really do appreciate it. Week 6 is in the books and it was a fantastic week to behold. I hope that you guys were able to catch some of these fantastic games that we had on display. There were some heartbreaks, some continued streaks. And a lot of good things that happen. So I'm definitely looking forward to bringing you that later on in the podcast. Tonight's podcast will actually include SFL chat around the water cooler featuring Mr. Bryant Destiny from the Arizona Scorpions, and this is actually um, an interesting tidbit because he's a rookie, and so this is basically going to be his perspective, you know, of what he's going through. So this is absolutely wonderful after that i have my week six review and my picks for week seven followed by a fourth and goal interview with mr chad neville so sit back relax and enjoy the show stay tuned
1: Aloha SFL Uh, It's my first time doing the water cooler talk Uh, You know, I don't know what to say really You know, I was a week 5 signing by Arizona Uh, As a kicker, thank you to Eddie Gage And Ashley Jackson and everybody on the team for welcoming me You know, I feel like I'm really contributing I've been doing, you know, a little bit of brushing up on my SFL history Going back, looking at past winners, uh, seeing who's still around in the league, who's still making an impact. Uh, I've been doing the player cards, so that's cool. You know, a few people reached out. Shout out to John Trusman on the Fury, uh, Fox Highwind on the Swarm. You know, I do them for free every once in a while, but, you know, I'd like to plug myself a little bit, doing those for everybody, you know. But, you know, I see the trash talk. You know, it's the SFL. I understand. You know, there's bragging rights. So, you know, we'll come back, Arizona. You know, we'll do our thing. Eddie will set us up to win, put us in the right position. I trust him in that. Uh, I do keep odd hours because I am in Hawaii. So I notice the people who are online later at night, the night owls. You know, I see you guys. (laughs) Uh, But it's cool. I mean... It's been, this experience in the SFL, it's, it's, it's not what I expected. It's a little bit more, you know, the camaraderie. I see people reaching out, helping people. You know, I try to help the newbies too, the new signees. I've only been there since week one after watching, but I'm definitely getting more involved, seeing how everybody is, seeing the personalities come out. Uh, you know, I try to help the newbies as much as I can, even though I'm a newbie. You know, I just try to tell them how to get with a team, you know, how to, you know, market themselves, show a team that they're valuable, you know, I really appreciate Ashley, you know, doing interviews, whether it's this one or my first one, doing the the questions, you know, the league, it just puts out so much content. I was able to rewatch last year's draft, watching all the analysis and everything. And I thought, man, they've been doing this for a long time. There's a lot of people who've come and gone, and people are still here, you know. This is an awesome product that I wish a lot more people knew about. I I myself still trying to sell it to some people, but personally, nobody I know is quite ready to make the jump to the SFL. Uh, I just purchased a copy of All Pro Football myself so looking forward to getting into it as far as you know creating my own roster playing around with the game a little bit um looking forward to the minors like a lot of people are uh you know looking for that shot whether it's with a new franchise or in a new position with a different team you know i love arizona love what Eddie's doing if i go back there you know that'll be great you know, it'd be a great opportunity. You know, I hope I'm showing my value, you know, off the field with my graphics work that I try to do weekly. As, as well as the player cards for people. You know, I, I put out a bunch for Arizona and my fellow teammates for free as a part of the team. You know, a little bit of a morale booster, even though we, we haven't been getting those W's. I hope those cards, you know, cheer my teammates up, let them know that. We see you. We see the development. Uh, I know Arizona is still a new franchise, so I know Eddie's doing his best. Man, we're all doing our best in Arizona, and we're coming for the league. We're coming for you guys. Uh, but I am looking forward to the minors. So hopefully, I get some eyes on me that way. People will take a look at me, give me a shot. You know, I am trying out for QB. We'll see how that goes. Uh, other than that, thank you. Ashley, for the platform, thank you for the SFL, for everybody who, you know, has their kind words about my graphics or, you know, they see what my player on the field is doing. I'm so far five for five. You know, I'm not Kramer, like, in Denver, who's missed one kick in his entire career, but, you know, maybe as a kicker, I'll make a splash before the end of the year. All right. Aloha, everybody. Thanks, Ashley. Bryant signing out.
0: All right, we are back with my week six review. It's going to include week six standouts, player of the week. i also going to do team or well, game of the week because there are a couple teams that actually did a fantastic job. Um, actually having the same score, so it was crazy. And I'm also going to be doing my picks for week seven. Also bringing you some information about the convention coming up as well. But to start things off, we have week six standouts. The players of the week, offensively, were running back Suda Nakai for Vancouver. He had 18 carries, 244 yards, 3 touchdowns, and went 63 long. And this is his second time actually winning this. Um, Wide receiver Siege Falco was the runner-up for Atlanta. He had 11 catches, 131 yards, 3 touchdowns, and 25 long. Defensive player of the week was Jack Hoffman. Strong safety for the Charleston Predators. And he had seven solo tackles, one assist, and two interceptions. And then runner-up for um, defensive player of the week was Leah Dama. Defensive tackle for Vancouver. Vancouver had four solo tackles, one assist, three sacks, and four TFLs. For special teams, we had wide receiver chase earl for st louis for his kick returns he had eight kick returns 245 yards and a 97 yard kick return touchdown all right i'll see you out there and wide receiver hunter jones was the runner-up for jacksonville actually having five kick returns for 191 yards he went 90, in a 99-yard uh, kick return as well. So, congratulations, y'all. You did it. Now, some other honorable mentions are tight end Shan Varner for Chicago, having six catches, 113 yards, one touchdown, and 34, y- 34 long. Wide receiver James Hands for Arizona. What's up, James? Woo-hoo! 12 catches, 128 yards, one touchdown, and 30 long. Wide receiver, Mike Osai from Tulsa. What's up, Mike? Six catches, 155 yards, three touchdowns, and 66 long. Kicker, Amanda Moyer, for Charleston Predators, went three for three field goals with 51 as her longest kick. 51 yards as her longest kick. Um, Strong safety tank, Bennett, for New Orleans. Had 13 solo tackles, 3 assisted. Uh, Free safety, Anthony Wyo for Jacksonville. Had 13 solo tackles with 2 assisted. Linebacker, Jack Brown for Charleston Predators. Had 5 solo tackles, 5 assisted. 1 tackle for loss and 1 forced fumble. So, congratulations to all of you. You did a fantastic job this week. And, you never know, keep up the good work. You might see yourself... Back on, you know, the uh, the winning side of things. Now, speaking of the winning side of things, we did not win our game.
2: What? Uh,
0: we played against Atlanta, and we did put up a good fight. You know, um, unfortunately, Arizona is one and five, but. With Atlanta, the score was 16 to 28. Um, I will say that BDG did make a hell of a difference in this game because he had a, over 121 rushing yards alone. I mean, they had 392 total yardage, but he had a hundred and over 120 by himself, so um. I actually did not throw a a, a turnover, no interceptions. We actually had no turnovers, period, which, you know, that's an improvement in itself. But, um, yeah, I mean, kudos to Atlanta. They did their thing, came in there. You know, we, we actually came to them, and they were prepared, so they did their thing. But game of the week for me was the Las Vegas Fury versus Seattle Tyrants and the Tulsa Desperados versus London. Now seattle was defending things at home and they did a fantastic job against the fury i mean it was both scores actually for both of those games were 13 to 30 and with the las vegas fury and seattle game their passing for seattle was 231 yards their rushing was 150 so they were balanced versus Las Vegas with their 206 yards passing and only 14 yards rushing. I mean, if you're if, if you're not if your rushing game is not balanced with your passing game, there's no way you can win unless your passing game is astronomical, you know. Um, turnovers for that game was only two. Both teams had only had two. Seattle had the ball for the longest amount of time though, 31 minutes and 25 seconds. To Las Vegas is 12 minutes and 35 seconds. So, you know, that was a great game. And like I said, Seattle had to defend home turf. Well, T- Tulsa actually had to go across the pond, as they say, to uh, Queensway. And they were balanced as well. Um, I will say that Sanzo definitely has made an improvement this season. You know, he had 119 yards, um, their passing for Tulsa was 315 versus London only having 174 yards passing and 89 yards running again. You know, if your running is your running game is not close to your passing, you probably won't win. London Knights also had six turnovers to Tulsa's four, and I was just thoroughly impre- impressed that Tulsa went into their home and basically dominated. So, kudos to both of you guys. Um Now, as far as the convention goes, well, before I get to the convention, let me get to my picks for week seven. I kind (laughs) of got excited about that. (laughs) But, so, on February 29th, the Florida Storm will take on the Atlanta Scorpions at 7 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, I'm going to choose Arizona to win. You know, I think that we can do this. This is going to be our turnaround game. So, Um, Also, on the 29th, at 7 p.m., Denver will take on the Tulsa Desperados. I'm also going with Tulsa in this game. They're actually going to be at home, so Tulsa was always really good at defending their home turf. Denver is a force to be reckoned with, though. It doesn't matter where they go, so this should be interesting. Um, then we have Houston taking on Charleston on March the 1st at 11 a.m. Nice early game for us. I think I'm going to go with Charleston probably by a small margin, maybe about 7 points. Um, London Night and Carolina will also be playing at 11 a.m. on the 1st of March. And I think I'm going to go with London on this one. Um, Only reason being is that I believe they have like a a small edge over them. But you know what? Actually, I'm going to change my mind about that one. I'm going to go with Carolina on this. Because Zane Dottie has been playing a fantastic, he's been having a fantastic year. And I think that he's really going to make a difference in this game. So I'm actually going to switch and take Carolina winning by seven. All right. And at 2 p.m., St. Louis will be taking on Chicago. And I'm going to go with Chicago on this one. Um, Atlanta. We'll be taking on the Seattle Tyrants. This should be a fantastic game at 4 p.m. I'm going to go with Atlanta on this one. Also, at 6 p.m., we have Mexico City Aztecs taking on Queen City Corsairs. And these teams have been around for a while. Mm. Oh, it's kind of hard to say. I think I may have to go with... Mm, might give Queen City the edge over this one. Even though um, um, Ray Bentley is absolutely amazing. You got to watch out for him. You know, Um, I think Queen City is probably going to win this one by three. New Orleans Pharaohs will be taking on Sioux Falls at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And I'm going with Sioux Falls on this one. And March the 2nd, we have our final two games. Vancouver Legion taking on the Las Vegas Fury. And I do believe that Vancouver will win this one. They actually are on a roll. Um, they are the only undefeated team right now. And they seem to have a good thing joking. So I think that that streak will continue. And then I have the Baltimore Vultures at 9 p.m. Taking on the Jacksonville Jacksonville Kings. Oh, man. this Again, great matchups. Um, kind of hard to pick. I mean, I'm going to go with Baltimore, but, you know, it's really hard because Jacksonville is is also a fantastic team, always, you know, championship. They've been in the championship, I think, a couple times, always in the playoffs. So is Baltimore. So should be a good matchup. Looking forward to these uh, games this week. And so, as I was alluding to earlier, convention, convention, convention time. That was an amazing time um, in Atlanta that I had to be able to sit down with the guys and, you know, fellow players and owners and coaches and meet their families, things like that. And be able to sit down and watch the game with each other and get real life reactions to it. And I think one of the highlights last year was during the Carolina game when Harish Prasad actually got hurt. And, you know, we see his player laid out there on the field and we're feeling so bad for him. Next thing I know, I look down and he's laid out on the floor. You know, I see his teammates trying to help him up and he's limp. And I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. But, you know, it was a good time, you know. And, it, you know, if you can make it, you really should. And some information about the one for 2020. It will be July 17th through the 19th. Um, <clears throat> it will be the opening weekend for season 15. It's going to be held in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, and they have a nice little special going on, too, with uh, hotel rates. I believe the food is all included. The Hall of Fame class will be announced as well. I think they do that on Friday, Um, but more details like that will come out later. Uh, That that will be the third class to enter. They'll be showing six live games. And as I said, we all sit together, watch the games. Absolutely amazing experience. And plus, you know, since we're going to be right by the beach, they're going to be having the SFL Olympics, too. And I'm sure there are going to be some ridiculous contests that you're going to try to win. And we're going to be recording everything. So it's going to be an amazing event. If you can go, please, please try. And if you're interested in going, DM Cameron Irvine. um, And he'll give you all the information that you need. You can also check news alerts, too, for that information. Um, If you have no idea what I am talking about... (laughs) which, you know, some of you may, you can actually go to www.simulationfl.net to get yourself familiarized with the league, you know, the teams, um, what our history is, things like that, and see why people love this community. Next up, we have our 4th and Goal interviews. Stay tuned. All right and welcome back to my Rookie Interviews. Tonight's guest is Mr. Chad Nevels. How you doing, sir?
2: I'm doing great. How about you?
0: Doing fantastic. I want to thank you so much for being on the show tonight.
2: Not a problem at all.
0: Wonderful. So you are new to the league. How are you enjoying yourself so far?
2: Oh, I'm loving it. Just getting to know everybody. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So tell us tell us about yourself. Give us your name, age, and some interesting facts about
2: yourself. Welcome. Uh, my name is Chad Nevels. I'm 37 years old. Uh, I was born actually in Houston, Texas, but I live in a town in Arkansas now called Pine Bluff. Okay. And I work in the restaurant industry.
0: Really? What do you do?
2: I'm actually uh, sitting in a management position for a uh, small little uh, restaurant company here in Arkansas.
0: Fantastic. I actually was in the restaurant industry for 16 years. I managed a service. Oh, I love it. Service- yeah. <laughs> I do too. I mean, you get to meet people every day. Um, as a server, you leave with money in your pocket, you know, pretty much every day. So it's really easy to kind of fall in love with but it's, yeah. it's not made for everybody either yeah. <laughs> so how did you find the SFL
2: I was actually shift leading in my position uh, one of the guy, one of our bartenders Josh, me and him just happened to look up on the TV And we saw this football game playing, and I remember the two teams, it was actually the Aztecs and the Swarm were playing. Nice. And at first we were like, we kind of looked at it, and I was like, that looks like a video game. And then we realized what was going on. So that's how I actually came to find out about the league. Okay,
0: okay. So, um... What, do you have any aspirations on anything in particular besides being a player? So would you like to do stats? Would you like to do scouting for a team? Do you want to do something else besides being a player?
2: Oh, scouting would be fun to me. I would love that. Uh, okay. At some point, maybe getting into broadcasting, so.
0: Nice. Very, very nice. I tried my hand at it. You know, it's it's a very, very good experience, and I encourage anybody to at least try it once. You know, you never know where it could lead. Yeah. Okay. So, so, what player? What what are you? What position are you trying to play?
2: Uh, well, I uh, actually just had the chance to sign a uh, rookie non-contract with the uh, St. Louis Gladiators as a strong safety.
0: Oh, fantastic. Now, is that what you, is that what your original intention was? To be strong safety? Or?
2: Uh, I was either wanting to play as an outside linebacker or strong safety. And mm-hmm. uh, Coach Smith, I uh, just happened to get in touch with him, and he gave me the chance, so I'm very thankful for that.
0: Wonderful. So are you looking forward to being in the draft?
2: Yes, I am. I mean, if for some reason, you know, I can't stay with the Gladiators after the end of the season for one reason or another, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Okay, sounds good. And so what makes the St. Louis Gladiator locker room so special?
2: I mean, I you know, i talked to a few of the coaches after I'd gone through the player openings, and they just happened to have the opening. I got to talking with a uh, Coach Gerald Smith, and he offered me the position, like I said, and it's just kind of been going from there, I guess you would say. I'm really grateful that, you know, they took the chance on a rookie player when they probably could have found a more experienced person for it.
0: Okay, fantastic. So, as a rookie, what are you looking forward to the most?
2: oh well i'm really looking forward to like helping the team out any possible way i can getting with the coaches trying to figure out which build for my strong safety would fit the scheme of the defense that we play and just going from there and trying to have the one of the best safeties that i possibly can
0: okay um, I don't know if I asked you this already and if, excuse me if I did, but do you play sports or have you played sports?
2: I actually have played, a, played sports all my life. Uh, I played football in high school. I played as an outside linebacker and a strong safety. <laughs> and to this day, I still play baseball.
0: Oh, fantastic. So just like community baseball,
2: kind of? Uh, it's uh, just kind of a league here in uh, Arkansas. I'm actually a player coach because our coach sat down, so I took over his role. So I'm doing both.
0: <laughs> okay. So what do you bring to? What does your player? What does your personality bring to the St. Louis Gladiators locker room?
2: Well, I got my I got leadership abilities. Mm-hmm. I was in the army for nine years, so I learned you know leadership from there. I'm a very easygoing person. I can joke with people. I just I get along with people. So
0: fantastic. And my next question was going to be, how do you handle trash talk and adversity?
2: Oh, it comes with the sport. You just kind of got to take it with a grain of salt at times. Like I was actually in chat just a little bit ago and saw a uh, post. Somebody posted of a diesel truck that had run into a building, and on the building it said Sioux Falls. And on the truck, it had the uh, Predators emblem on it. (laughs) So I just kind of laughed about it and went on.
0: Yeah, you know, people are getting very good with the taunting nowadays. It didn't used to be like that, but hey, (laughs) you can get mean in a second. But listen, I want to thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. And what I like to do is give my guests the last word. First of all, you can come back on the show whenever you feel like it, whenever you got some kind of big announcement or you just want to come and say hi, please don't hesitate. But I like to give people the last word. So that could be a song or a poem or a shout out. Whatever you want to do, the floor is yours.
2: Uh, First off, I want to say thank you to my wife for putting up with me getting into this. (laughs) Uh, Second of all, I want to say, again, I'm grateful and thank you to Coach Gerald Smith and uh, St. Louis Gladiators Management for giving me the time and the chance to play.
0: Fantastic. Hey, you guys had a great
2: game, Um, Week 5. I think our game is against Vancouver, if I remember right.
0: True. But the one you just played against Las Vegas, that was amazing.
2: Oh yeah, I did, did I watched the replay of that game because I was working when it was played and I didn't really get a chance to catch it. So that was a really good game.
0: You know, I don't think that would be a good idea for you to be at work watching that game. You probably wouldn't have been paying attention yeah. <laughs> with all the scoring going on. But yeah, I wish y'all the best of luck this season and I wish you the best of luck in your SFL career. And I'm looking forward to seeing you very soon.
2: Thank you, Miss Ashley. You take care.
0: You too. Bye bye. I want to thank everybody for taking the time out to listen to the podcast tonight. I really do appreciate it. Special thanks goes out to Mr. Brian Dynasty and Mr. Chad Nevels for being on the show tonight. Also, special shout out goes to DDP and the stats team for making sure that we stay up to date with stats. And that's actually how I get all the stats for the show. So, guys, I appreciate you. I am looking forward to bringing you another great podcast next week. Till then, guys, y'all have a great day or night whenever you decided to listen to this podcast. Striker, out.